Yep. Good evening, everybody. How you doing? It's the Game Won't Let's Out podcast. It's episode twenty nine of season two. That's not supposed to work that fast. <laughs> You're moving it fast, are you? Wow. Wow, that was fast. That was huge and fast. But yeah, I'm Lati Maker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me, as always, up there, is James Atkinson. Hi. There's Hi. there's this new stuff happening here. I'm trying to hold it together. Where's the and, Well, we have no Hergamon because he's not very well this week. And get well soon, buddy. We do have a very special guest with us. She is one half of them video games. The get the other stream channel that i keep banging on about because they're awesome it's daniela hi okay i got how's it. it going it's going my face my face is out there look at that yeah i got I, I, it was a it was pressure man it was pressure i knew will was like not giving me the time to find it and i'm just like i gotta get this in here man <laughs> moving, 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 constantly moving, 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 moving. how's everyone in the chat it's a, they, yeah, that's a good question, actually. How is everyone in the chat this evening? Because, as you know, it's we've got some news items, we've got what we've been playing, and we're going to be talking to Danny about stuff and things and utter bollocks as well to you in the chat. So, yeah. so let's get started, shall we? Shall we try to find out a little bit more about Danielle and what she does? Hi, everyone. I'm going to introduce myself. Um, we do um, kind of creative streams on Sundays. Um Mostly now, just cross-stitch because we're old ladies at heart. Yeah. Um, and also on Thursdays, we stream video games um, like Don't Starve uh, or Drawful if you want to see us be really bad at drawing. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of me. And I'm one half of them video games, as Will mentioned. So um, come visit us. Yes, go visit them on twitch.tv forward slash them video games because they're awesome. And if you like if you like it a little bit more on the filth side as well, you <laughs> can send into that. Which knowing us is normal. Yeah. I mean that's our USB right there. A little bit of filth. <laughs> but you also work in the games industry as well, don't you? I do, I do. Um, I do PR for video games. I used to work with a bunch of companies um, like Square Enix and Crytek and Jagex and stuff. And now I work at Frontier. Nice. <laughs> monolith in the chat. Wait, filth. <laughs> yes, fun monolith. Filth. It's awful <laughs> too. Normally descends into pictures of avatars and boobs and stuff. Eye boobs, to be more exact. <laughs> Yes, this is true. Do we need bra glasses on the eye boobs then? Well, you know, you do what you can. Depends on your drawing. <laughs> Depends on you use your phone or not, because your phone is like, I can't do shit with this. It's too small. <laughs> this is the reason why Lucy got a stylus. No, sorry, what is it called? A, an Apple pencil? <laughs> Fucking marketing from Apple. <laughs> yeah, just so she can be good at drawful. <laughs> It's, they, they've got to look right. God. <laughs> so that's her excuse, is it? <laughs> that her that's excuse. her excuse, yeah. She was meant to be better. Um, when I say Lucy, by the way, I mean the other video game. Uh, she was meant to be better, but she's still bad at it. But she now has an Apple Pencil. So I guess that's an upgrade. <laughs> but not 
not really. That's not the excuse now. <laughs> she has one of them. <laughs> For Penso, it's got to be Apple better. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, well, remember, as, as the proprietor of my latest T-shirt would say, there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. Bob Ross playing drawful. I, I, I had I, I have to say that I had no Bob Ross t-shirts before Christmas. After Christmas, I have two Bob Ross t-shirts. So I am 200%. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I am like 2,000% more Bob Ross. <laughs> that's, that's a good increase. It's a great increase. There should always be more Bob Ross. Correct. There needs to be. Even Deadpool has more Bob, Bob Ross this time. I know. You know, you know it's a meme when Deadpool makes it a meme. Oh yeah, Deadpool was the thing that got me into emojis, so definitely. Oh really? Oh cool. Because <laughs> I was looking at emojis like you know, because I'm an I'm not older bugger than compared to the both of you, and I look at emojis like what, and now I exactly. use them a lot. Exactly, what? and I was like that until uh, until they started using them in like the Deadpool advertising. Then I was like, I think I get them now. I can use them. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> it's just that one moment, that one hook, you just see Ryan Reynolds and you go, yeah, okay, I'll use them. Yeah, they're popular now. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, okay, let's get on with the news then. Uh, we have we have good news, actually. Well, I think it's good news, even though one of them I'm going to get shit for. Uh, there's been the Nintendo Direct uh, was this week and they did a big announcement that there's going to be a remaster of Dark Souls coming out in May and it's coming to the Switch as well as the PS4 and Xbox One which is nice that looks good you know if you want to get the shit kicked out of us every five minutes by bosses you know it's, it's so that, that, that that's good you know what do you guys think? Are you, are you, you big Dark Souls fans? Do you want to play it? No. 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 I'm the person that publicly asked for any podcast that do not mention Dark Souls. <laughs> every podcast that I used to listen to would mention Dark Souls every five minutes. And I just, I had enough. <laughs> Well, this is the only part we'll mention of it because, you know, <laughs> as as people know, um, I have been given a challenge by James if I get seven hundred, uh, so get one thousand followers on Twitch, to do a Dark Souls free stream to finish that one off. Right. Uh, but I've got to take shots of was it Firebird whiskey? God no, no. I I, I said you were going to be taking half shots of beer because <laughs> I'm not going to kill you if it's Firebird. Is <laughs> you're going to pass out within the first hour? Because we say we said it was every five deaths, take a shot of Firebird. Oh, it was five deaths. Yeah, it's still yeah. going to be like done. You're, like... Yeah, you're going to be dead. Yeah, and, and you know yourself, Danny, how I pack away whiskey at times. Oh, <laughs> You've been around me while I'm drinking. But Dark Souls and dying loads—that's basically <laughs> that's basically its thing. Yeah, like. I tell people I I I like I'm not a masochist. That's the reason why I don't play Dark Souls. Yeah. I, I go I go I go to like I have a soul crushing enough job as it is. I don't need to come home and get the shit kicked <laughs> out of me at the thing I find for entertainment. It's just not not how I get my kicks, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big Dark Souls fan. I just feel like uh, there's um 
there's quite a lot of repetition um, and it's not like the fun kind of repetition, it's like the kind of repetition where like, I literally don't know how I could get better at this unless I'm good at this. And it's very difficult for me to get into it. I, I can defend them to a point because if you get a boss and you defeat a boss, there is quite a big elation. There's a little adrenaline rush that comes through the endorphins for that, that moment when you beat one. Yeah, I, mean, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, and then so you go into the next boss and it starts all it's over It's like again. playing Rochambeau. Sure, you get to kick the other guy, but you're still getting kicked yourself. And it's like more like I'm playing Rochambeau and you keep losing and you're getting Rochambeau'd. And then you kick them the one time. And then his bigger, stronger buddy comes who plays football, you know, for in the under-21s of England and starts coming at you. And then it's just worse. Or, or if you want to look at it another way, it's like Timmy Mallet who was in a club in Middlesbrough getting uh, speared by a rugby player while he was on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually happened because it was my mate who was running the club at the time. <laughs> it's actually true. I, um, I, I, rugby player, I can understand. If it was an Australian rules rugby player, I'd be surprised he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, before he kicks everything. Uh, Monolith saying, get, get souls on PS4, pay me and I'll babysit you through the game. <laughs> and then Michael Patterson saying, Bloodborne is a better game anyway. Yes. The thing is, there's mm. so, the thing about Dark Souls is, I, I, for instance, personally can't play it, but I love watching it. Yeah. I just enjoy watching someone else play it, and especially if they're really good at it. I enjoy seeing them use like tactics they've learned and that sort of stuff. I couldn't play it, but I do enjoy watching it. You're watching like the guys beat it with like the Donkey Kong bongos. <laughs> what? You... This I have to see. Yeah, no, there, there's a guy who beat Dark Souls using the Donkey Kong bongos. <laughs> Amazing. I'm not, I'm not joking. There's, they've done it with like, also I've seen somebody beat it with the Guitar Hero guitar. Yep. Oh no, I know about that one. I think I think I've seen like a video of that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the same guy. He just went and got Dark Souls. He just did it with the bongos. Amazing. Why is a legend? And, and of course the dance mat. Yep, the dance mat. <laughs> How these guys do it? I don't know, but it's like it takes some skill. Well, Dark, Souls I would love is, to... Dark Souls is slowly <laughs> becoming like the like uh, freaking Skyrim. They're just gonna port it on everything. You know, coming out next year on the SNES Mini 2, Dark Souls, and Oblivion, and Skyrim. You better do to have as many glitches as a Bethesda game. Yeah, it's going to be... Oh, it's going to... I will I would dare say it'll have as many glitches as Pugba's port to the PS4 will be. <laughs> Even though they should have it sorted by one time, it, it finally comes out of early access on Xbox. Yeah, no, by the again, way, that, that's the first like game that you get a disc for that is an early access that you pay for. For no, no, you didn't get a disc. You did not get a disc. Really? You got a code. I can show you this. Hang on. You you two pad a second while I get a code. You, so get you this. literally bought a, a a plastic. You spent. 50 quid. No, nope, 25. 25 <laughs> quid on a piece of plastic and didn't even get a fucking CD? Yeah. No physical media whatsoever. Why the hell is this guy bitching about people are copying his shit? He's running a fucking scam. 
He's not giving you anything. <laughs> it's check notes on on the screen right now, right? Here is here is the box we got sent, and here it is. We got some stickers, All right? Some stickers. Okay. Okay. Stickers. Cool. <laughs> that. Say it. I could make you those. I could print those off. I know. <laughs> on just, like, you wanna... just a printed. Right? You, you give me 20 quid and I'll do that for you. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's what because I was waiting for the game to, uh, to, to be sent and I, then I was I was uh, drawn to the bottom of the box uh, when it, on the Amazon picture because someone tweeted about it and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is going to be funny, because if you look, right, and I'll bring it right up, okay, if you can see that. Glare. Uh, right, so the, so it basically says, it says, game is a work in progress, requires Xbox Live Gold membership, a download card inside. Right at the bottom. So, so, so why, 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 why buy the box? What's... Exactly. This was my point when when it was going to be sent out. I said to them, "Why did I have to wait for Amazon to send this through the post to us when they could have just emailed it for midnight?" Or you could have just bought it digitally. Yeah. Yeah. You it just made no sense. I should have just made, bought it digitally, but yeah. So in the chat, Mike says, uh, "PUBG, a poor man's Fortnite." <laughs> Very controversial. Very controversial. Well, <laughs> now speaking for someone who's also played PUBG, well, two people have played PUBG, and hopefully playing again over the weekend, aren't we, Danny? Yeah, we should be. <laughs> what do you make of that statement? I just, I like Fortnite, but I think it's a very, very different game. Like, I, it's, I know that the same kind of genre, but I don't think they even compare. They're so different. Um, they're just Fortnite is so much more f like fun and relaxed, whereas with PUBG, I'm constantly like it's the it's so much more suspenseful. I'm always paying attention. I'm listening to stuff. I'm always like, oh my god, who's coming? What am I hearing? Except for when the audio clips out, because that seems to happen with the new update for me. But I think that's just me. I haven't had that yet, but then, I, then again, I haven't played enough of it on PC mm. since the other update, because I know there was supposed to be a big update coming uh, last couple of days for it. I just installed <sighs> something tonight, so maybe maybe that was it. Um, but to be honest, I haven't played... Before yesterday, I hadn't played in about three months, and when I booted it up, I was surprised at how good it looked. It just... The visual, like so, like the visual, the colors, the graphics, everything had just been like turned up by a hundred percent. It just looked so much better, and it felt so much better when you were playing it as well. Mm. Um, a new map. I've that not played the new map nice. yet. That new map's nice. I really like, like it. You have you have like the, the truck, the trailer truck that they used to have in the Fall Guy, oh. and. I, d I just want to find a ramp or somewhere that you can just spin it as it's in the air. 
because otherwise I'm just I'm just singing it otherwise when I'm driving, you know, I say, you can jump an open draw bridge or tiles in from a van before someone shoots me for it. Mm. And but also do you think that Fortnite is more arcadey feel? Because I know you can get suspenseful when you get down to the top five. I think Fortnite gives you more tactical flexibility. Whoa. Because oh, you can I... build stuff. Yeah. You can build build things around you, like you can build little. And it, it, so, so with 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 Pugba, it's all about how can I, you know, use the terrain to my advantage. How can I do this? With so, it's it's one it's one go. It's like, am I going to be offensive, defensive, and how am I going to use what I know in my environment to get the upper hand on my opponent? Fortnite gives you that, but it also gives you the ability to say, I can make my presence known by building up a base, but at the same time, I have that strategic ability to build the base or start creating walls where I'm getting shot at. So how many times Pugba, well, your buddy's shot out in the middle of the road and it's the Saving Private Ryan scene. You know, Vin Diesel's out there holding the picture of his letter to for you to give to his wife while the entire team's like trying to get the sniper in the bell tower and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Where in Fortnite, you can just go, I'm going to build brick wall, brick wall, brick wall, encase him in a brick wall, and now nobody can get into this building unless they've got a grenade launcher, and I can sit and revive my teammate. Tactical flexibility. I can build a base. I saw somebody who won a game because they literally built a stairwell all the way up to like the highest part of the map they could make. They built a floor out of like the concrete, and then they used a, gr a rocket launcher to blow up the stairs leading up to him. And he just had sniper rifles with full sniper rifle ammo. And he just sat there. It was like, come at me, bro. Literally a stairway to heaven. Yeah, literally a stairway to heaven. And he just sat there. And everybody just didn't, nobody looked up. Nobody looked up that high. They were all fighting each other. The last guy was just looking around and running around. And then finally this guy went, bang, shot one shot. He fired one shot all game. And he won. Efficiency. That's efficiency yeah, right there. It's total fishy. There's there's a, a Fortnite player that I saw that won without ever firing a shot. Because... That, but again, I think that's also kind of like what makes it. I don't know if the word is. It's not less exciting, but it makes it feel more less serious. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's a little bit more jokey. Um, it's not as intense. Um, with Fortnite, you kind of have the like palling around aspect of it but i feel like with PUBG, you're more business like i'm here to kill some people this is what's going down unless you're in to the course in his sausage squad unless you hide in a bush you know which is what i do half the time i could tell you the yeah. last time i played PUBG versus fortnite the last <laughs> time i played PUBG, i spawned into an area i ran around for 15 minutes with a smoke grenade that is, I, I, I ran into 20 buildings, a smoke grenade, finally got a gun, turned around, shot in the face and killed. And I literally oh, said, no. fuck this game, I'm done. That was when you played with us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was the only time. I was done. I was like, fuck, this, this is it. I'm done. I don't need, no. Then, played Fortnite, walk in, guess what? I have a pickaxe, so I immediately have a weapon. Jump into an area. Oh, look, I have a minigun. I have a shotgun. I'm given stuff to, to tools to succeed. I'm not given a, a smoke grenade. Singular. Oh, I don't know. It's um, it's more of a case like... It, but do you think that just 
doesn't make it way too easy. I feel like part of the challenge is, yeah, sometimes you just don't find stuff and you just have to make it work, you know, in PUBG. Or you find some stuff like you have an eight times scope, but you have no gun to use it with. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, like, ah. but that's part of the challenge, I feel. I feel like, yeah, it's not always going to go great, but then you almost kind of learn a little bit about where you're supposed to drop or dropping in or if you want to just kind of you end up learning from stuff like that you know from like running around in circles drop points are and how to work them to your advantage and that sort of stuff because also you got the the option of um that how if you want to do the circle as well that's the other thing about fortnite their games are quicker yeah than pubg and that's where the the, t the tense atmosphere ramps up in pubg because if you happen to run half of that map that's quite a distance compared to fortnite yeah that that's that's the other thing it's just like it's the transit you you drop wrong in pubg you're done you're just you're just, you're just straight up done Unless you can find a vehicle. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is, again, one of those bits where you kind of... I know I sound like an advocate for PUBG, and may I just say I'm very bad at it. But what I'm saying is, I think this is where you kind of use it as a learning experience. Like, for a while, I kept dropping into all of the wrong areas, thinking that overall, like, if I drop into a less populated area, I'd end up being... Like, I'd end up better in a better position but what happens is you end up having no resources because you dropped in an area that only has one house so in the end you drop in a more populated area find a vehicle and i think that works to your advantage more than just kind of being scared of other people so you learn a little bit and i think pubg kind of pushes you to just be like no shoot some people yeah it's going to be tense and you can still run around if you want evolved um which i think actually to a point fortnite does better because of the length of the the length of the matches but it doesn't do it in such a intense and suspenseful manner if that makes sense yeah especially when you get down to the top 20 yeah in pubg because that's when it really hits you is you're looking at it going okay i'm in top 20 the circle's getting really small. Mm. Where the hell are these other people? And oh, oh shit, I've been shot. That's the only bad thing I don't like about PUBG is you cannot see where you're getting shot. There's no marker to try and help mm. you in that respect. And I wish they did. It's, it's a weird thing. I feel like Fortnite, like the only thing that makes Fortnite suspenseful is the fact that the matches are so much shorter. Whereas in PUBG, you've got so many other things like, um, are you in a good position? Can you find an area that you'll get everything you need? Um, do you know where you should go to get a vehicle? Like, I feel like there's more variety in PUBG and that's because they do allow the matches to go on for longer. But also there's been points where I was playing PUBG in the top 10 or something and i could literally feel my heart beating because i was like yes. 
what do I do? I know there's people around me. I need to be extra careful. And it just kind of forces you into a position where you're like, well, I need to think very tactically right now. And I need to not like tip, like not take stupid chances and just kind of think ahead and like just do stuff properly. Yeah, that panic, that panic makes you move. Yeah. But then again, the panic in a way makes me move on Fortnite because there was I was playing the other day. Mm. And we were down to like three teams left of top five. And I saw two people come to my left and I moved. I try, I thought I could try and take one of them out, made a mistake, and it cost me the match. And it was a shame. But the same thing in PUBG. But it, I don't know, it just feels more ramped up in PUBG than Fortnite. There, there's an element of if you do lose in Fortnite, yeah, it's frustrating. But. You, you, you're probably back in the game within another two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think that most of Fortnite's, like, basically intensity comes from those last few minutes, whereas in PUBG, you could be, even in, like, the top 60, like, you could be very far off, but you hear the gunshots, and you're like, oof, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, pay attention, and, like, you immediately just go, I need to do something. Um... Whereas Fortnite is basically just, there's 10 of us left. There's only one second, like 30 seconds left, that kind of thing. And it is all about the timing. I, do, I don't know. I find like Fortnite is good if you have 15 minutes left and you don't know what to do. But PUBG is a game that you sit down and play. I think that's the difference between the two of them. So, it's, so what we're really saying here is that it's comparing checkers to chess. They, yeah. they, they're both strategic in their own way and ultimately are a game played on a board and moving pieces up and down that board but the way you go about moving those pieces are different and the strategy involved in moving those pieces are different yeah yeah because yeah. checkers is a lot more faster moving faster flowing whereas chess you have to take your time you have to think about what you're doing more you have to think well if if you're doing something now, it could you it will cost you further on because you've got other elements to your guns to pick up. You think, do I need the extender mag? Do I go looking for them? Do I need armor? Do I not? Whereas Fortnite, you just find the armor, you, you put it in, boom, you get a gun. What color is it? Is it good enough? Yeah, yeah it's good. It's gold. Done. And then you you just carry on to the next bit to try and win. And there's the difference. Also, party bus. Yeah, well, well, the finger boss here. Yeah. The, the one thing I will wrap up saying about Fortnite, and the reason why I I I prefer it more to PUBG, um, it feels like a smoother game, and it interface is a lot more pleasing than PUBG's. I think the way it handles inventory and interface is a lot more seamless than PUBG does it, and I think that's because of the fact there isn't a lot of those equipment and things you have to worry about. You have one, two, three, four, five. Those are the weapons you pick up. You can swap out any time. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's just that whole thing. It's like if there was a way to classify them, like as you said, one of them is chess and one of them is checkers. And it's just like that whole thing between one of them is like a more casual game and the other one is more of a you, you sit down. It's more of a hardcore type thing. Um, so for one of them, it has to be easier, mainly because... Fortnite, I mean, it was released on console before um, PUBG as well. 
So it had to have like a really catchy, you know, you can play it now, it's easy, you can pick it up type thing. So. And the, the ironic thing is it works better on console than PUBG at the moment, yeah. even though it uses the same engine. Mm. It's the, I think I think with that it's kind of the World of Warcraft effect. World of Warcraft isn't the prettiest looking MMO, but its graphics are good enough that you enjoy looking at them when you play. And they spent a lot more time under the hardware making sure that the game runs smooth. So they sacrificed the graphical quality that PUBG has to make sure it's a better gameplay experience. Yeah. Whereas, so hopefully though, hopefully they will get the act together with this because. Playing it on Xbox this, this week, it's improved. They have improved it from the patches. I mean, I, I, I do love using the controller compared to mouse and keyboard. I'll really still admit that because of the console pleb. But it, it just it just feels better. I mean, it, it, I was able to take out a team on it, and that's one of the verities. I mean, when you're all handicapped by using con controllers, that's one <laughs> thing. Yeah. But on PC, you're gonna have people using the using the mouse and keyboard much better because like they just they've been using it for years. They've been doing it for years, and then of course you get the hackers, which is how Chris Light and myself lost right, a match. Because we saw the death cam and they were shooting down into the floor. We were outside the building and we got killed. Hmm. You tell me how that works. <laughs> Mike, you must have missed my comment about PUBG coming to PlayStation 4. It will come, and it will be a buggy mess. Because they want the money, and why not? Yeah, it's they want the money so hard that they rip off fan art of their game to use for their own concept art for PlayStation for their for the game. Did everybody hear that story and see hear see that? No. There's a um for the when it came out on Xbox. Somebody had made fan art a while back that just showed, like, the guy walking through the grass on top of the Xbox. Had mm. literally made it and posted it on Reddit, like, six months before it released. <sighs> Lo and behold, it released. They show. They they have. A, it's the same thing. Guy walking looks a little bit different. It's a green glass. It's brown grass. And, like, Pugby. And they're like, dude, the guy made it as fan art. Like, this one's ago. This is your credit. And you're not. They didn't even credit the guy. They just changed the colors and just straight ripped it off. Rude. Coming from the guy who says other games are infringing on our intellectual property. Oh, I hated that. I hated that. <laughs> paladins, you mean? Pa yeah, yeah, paladins. Paladins battlegrounds. Paladins like, battlegrounds. <laughs> Zombie mode coming to you know um, Rainbow Six. <laughs> but that's uh, a battle royale mode coming to Dying Light. You know what? Like a battle royale mode is not a bad thing, and it's ha it actually has been around for ages now. Quake, it's just, like it's literally, just... Quake was a battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just PUBG came. You know, like how some things just hit gold at a specific time and place. It just yeah. was, I guess, lucky enough, and there was just a need for something like this, and they just struck gold. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can claim a whole genre as their own. A, a, a game that is literally based off of a mod of armor. Exactly. That Brendan Green did. Yeah. No, it's it's 
oh, I am my own genre with my own game. Dude, you just fucking copied and pasted shit over the same thing. And instead of, like, playing with soldiers, you're playing with creepy people in Russia. I just I just find it funny, though, that it's the bandwagon effect of this. And it, it's fair enough, you know, you're looking at it from a business point of view. It's like, how can we make more money? Oh, let's do this. But, but that's the thing, though. Like that's that's almost that's almost Fortnite. You know, it it's ended up free. being being a good game, even though it's based on the thing that was popular at the time. So, you know, just basing a new game on a structure that works. There's nothing wrong with that, and I feel like it actually can increase creativity because you're trying to think of ways of. Where you go, oh, I want to make a Battle Royale game, but how can I make it so that it's not PUBG? How can I make it so that it's, like, my game and it still, like, keeps what I want to say within the same genre that we know already works? Um, so I think it could be, like, a good step up. But I just... this fact that you can, like, try and claim a genre, I just find so ridiculous. I, I made Lord of the Rings, so fantasy is my genre. Fuck all the shit that came before it. I'm the guy who created fantasy. That's that's the thing. It's, like it's been happening for years. You know, people finding it, seeing something that people are doing and doing well and successfully, they go, oh, how can we implement this into our game? And they do it. I'm so, the only thing I'm surprised that hasn't done that is that Elena what? With the face sort of recognition interrogation stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to see it in Death Stranding. At least, yeah. the, the, at least the hardcore face recognition stuff. Did anybody see the gift of like, what's the the really, I forget what it is, but he's the guy who played Hannibal, the really freaking creepy dude of him when he Matt, goes down. Matt Michelson. Yeah, something. But he does this, and then he looks up. But they showed him like in like the like the the capture device that the I'm going to call it the James Cameron rig, just because <laughs> James Cameron did it first. <laughs> and he looks down, and like it has him like look down on the rig, and he starts looking up for the rig, and it transitions seamlessly into like the actual animate, like the actual in-game footage of it, or what we assume to be in-game footage of it, and it's just seamless. By the way, I hope I hope Death Strand I hope uh, Death Stranding is just a walking sim. <laughs> oh no, that it would be like like that's all it just just Kojima just fucking with you, and it, it would be like the ultimate. I mean, it be it's we already know it's gonna be pretty, and we find out it's a pachinko machine. Oh my god, yeah. and I'll be all alone. yes. All my money for it being a pachinko machine. It would be the best pachinko machine. <laughs> the greatest pachinko machine. And then we would... I hope it's basically anything but a single player experience. I hope it's like a like an MMO or I would like for it to be a fighting game, a car racing game, just anything but what people expect. It, it's it, it's gonna be nuts. If it I I I I look at something like this, and this may also tangent us into the into another piece of news. But I look at it almost being like you could almost see it being a um, like any one of the Tales games, right? Something like that, like where it's like like kind of the choose your own adventure story in a crazy fucked up world. Because I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, we haven't seen any gameplay footage. It's just freaking weird. I mean, it's got Guillermo del Toro in it helping write it so it's gonna be fucked up 
in like eight ways of one. They they have like stupid yeah. amount of money. I'm like Ron Perlman's got to show up in it at some point because Guillermo del Toro is involved. So Ron Perlman is going to be in the mo- the game. Oh boy, he just shows up randomly. Oh no, it's gonna be Ron Perlman, but he's gonna be just really freaky because he's Ron Perlman. And Guillermo del Toro's in the game. He's mo-capped in it. Yeah, he was the guy holding the baby sort of bit in the second trailer, wasn't he? Yes. It's all weird and fu- No, he was in, like, the first trailer where he's, like, the creepy dude in the sewer that was, like, floating in midair holding the baby. Hmm. By the way, like, weird kind of baby in, like, woomy type thing. I mean, come on, guys. We we know this is, this is really weird. <laughs> like, Guillermo del Toro and Kojima were probably in Amsterdam just dropping LSD, and this is the game that they came up with. It is just going to be the weirdest... The story's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to, like, jump from such a stuff. Like, you know, they're weird inanimate object creatures murder people, and Norman Reesius, like, grabs a baby and wakes up naked in a dead ocean holding the baby with, like, floating psychomantis bodies around him. And, but, but, you know, everybody sort of went, Norman Reedus. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's Norman Reedus. They're good. It's gonna be fucking nuts. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna pre-order it just on the premise of just because I want to give Kojima now my money and not Konami. By the way, has anybody else seen the fucking game that's coming out? The MGS game, the trailer for that shit. It just, I, I, it's so, I, I, so bad. And the, and the first the worst part was is I'm sitting there looking at it, watching it, and going. They should just make it a battle royale game. Oh, there it was. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Just make it a battle royale game because it'll be better than what the shit that they're coming out with. Um, it's it's literally somebody's bad fan fiction. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Royale. Yes. In a world where the survivors... I, I have to pull it up. I need, I need to read it in, in the... In the solid battlegrounds, <laughs> Solid Snake enters his most dangerous mission yet as he goes against what 99 zombies. Metal Gear next week, <laughs> the walking solid. It's that's walking not the name, solid. Nah, uh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Survival, I think it was yeah. called. Yeah. All right, I have to read this in my favorite voice. <clears throat> Following the evacuation of Big Boss and Kazuha Miller, the besieged mother base, a wormhole opens in the sky and absorbs the offshore plant as the remaining Mince San Forte soldiers. The soldiers are transported to an alternate reality along with the remains of Mother Base to find a world full of hostile, crystalline, zombie-like entities known as creatures. Known as creatures. I, I'm I'm reading the presser on Wikipedia for the plot. Legitimately reading it. <clears throat> the goal is to find materials and do anything they can do to get back to their own world. Metagul survive is in a apocryphal story set in the main from set aside for the main timeline, similar to Jemis and Deja Vu missions from Ground Zero. Available February twentieth, twenty eighteen. So they <laughs> they they reskinned some of Metal Gear Solid Five, some of the missions on that, and there we go. Boom! 
Now it's zombies you have to kill instead. So. And it, it looks like shit. It literally looks like they took the multiplayer part of Metal Gear Solid 5 and just said, let's just turn that into a game and make money. We don't have anything. We already have it. the infrastructure for it. I wouldn't put it past Konami. Not I wonder what days. the single player game is going to be like. <laughs> it's going to be a single player with pachinki machines. You have to complete. Yes, it's all going to be pachinki machines. <laughs> That's all they do nowadays? Isn't that what they said? That they're mm-hmm. Going to do. Yep, they said they're moving away from the console business to concentrate on them. Anybody yeah. who can make memes, uh, please do this for me. Um, I need I need the meme. It shows like everybody sitting there in the office room and they're staring at something, and it just says Metal Gear Solid, and they're all just staring at it, going no. And then the guy pulls it away and says Battle Royale, and they all go oh. I need I need that meme, please. <laughs> like that is. That is literally what's happening in Konami, like right now, or or, or EA. But let's let's be honest. Let's 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 wait for the Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront, the, you know, Battle Royale with loot boxes for skins. Oh yeah, with the DDA as well pattern they're looking at that they're trying to file. Which I'll just briefly touch on that as the other bit of news because we had like Rogue Assassin's Creed Rogue and loot box stuff coming for Xbox, but um, the DDA stuff. And now this is what I've been watching Jim Sterling talk about. Now it it sort of adapts the game to how the player is going. So if you're playing really well, it'll ramp it up a little bit. Or or if you're in multiplayer, send you against people with better skill, so then you lose, and it does it deliberately. Uh, conversely, if you're constantly losing, it will ease off a bit for you, make it easier. So then you start progressing. Now, the interesting bit here is there was a internal sort of memo going through to people, and they also actually put it on a, a website that Jim Studdy linked to in his in his one of his videos, saying that they can monetize that. So we'll try and incentivize you to buy loot boxes to make it better for you and it's like yeah that's taking the piss now you're taking a good idea or a dda if you're struggling on a game to make it easier for you a little bit but you don't notice it and they're trying to squeeze the incentive to get more microtransactions. We and know what's just... going to end up happening. All right, this is this is the end game of this, and I'll explain it to you right now. It's going to be after like your fourth loss in the royal, like a little clippy is going to pop up, like, "Hey, it looks like you've been having some problems beating those Nazis. You going to try doing this?" And it's going to be a click to the store where you could buy loot boxes. That's that's what's going to happen. You're just going to see it. It's going to be like the poor, you know, in like Battlefront 2 or whatever the heck the Star Wars game that I don't care about anymore. It's just a Porg is going to show up and go, Aah! and then it's going to be like, buy this loot box, save the Porg. It's going to be like, you know, like some Jedi just, you know, like holding a blaster to it. You know, the Porgs will die if you don't buy the loot boxes. <laughs> Kylo Ren just standing there shirtless holding two Porgs going like, look, they die if you don't buy the loot boxes. By the yeah. way, if, if the porgs, I will buy Battlefront Two if if they give me like shirtless, like half like gut covering Kylo Ren skin. Like I, I'd be down for that. 
if I can meme in a game, I'm I'm totally totally down. Um, that's gonna be a mod, isn't it? It's a PC version. Oh God, no! It's an EA game. You can't mod it. Uh, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. The the Pink Vader is now out on the PC version of Battlefront Two. Very good. I can't wait till they start sending NDAs out. <laughs> Do you you really think Disney is going to allow for Pink Vader? Think about it. They they literally told EA to stop putting loot boxes in their game to, because it was going to it was going to hurt their branding. What do you think they're going to do for people who don't own any copyright issues to that brand? If if anything, the guy's already dead. Like they've already sent in the oh. fucking like Donald Duck hit squad. He went, oh, time to die, bitch. Oh. Like, the SAS, like, Disney character team is already snuck into that guy's bait thing. He's already dead. His heart, his, like, house is just on fire. And it's just, like, his all of his discs and stuff is done. And he goes, now we can monetize the Pink Vader. <laughs> all the Disney characters. I can imagine if the video games industry is so, like, almost cyberpunk to a point. <laughs> like, drones will just show up to your house and murder you. Yeah. <laughs> And this the Disney hit squad for their mobile phones for the next job. Your ringtone is do 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 And then uh, the music plays in the background. <laughs> and as Mickey goes about to walk in there, you see Knuckle Shuffle goes, No, this is not the way. I'm so many good ideas. If they just listen to the show, I could help these companies so much. <laughs> or drones would end up going to your house. It, I, we've already assumed that the NSA has tapped mine. I mean, I live in America. Come on. The, the NSA has already bugged everything that I listen to. And I probably is being pumped into the speakers into the Oval Office right now. So, so whoever is sitting in there right now can get their jollies. Because I can tell you who's definitely not sitting in that office right now. Uh, Steve thanks. Bannon. Disgrace sitting there going, yes. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> or a certain oh. person making making remarks that really he shouldn't be making in the international office. Though you know, if he came up and went, "Well, Washington's a shithole," we'd got away with it. <laughs> but saying it about other countries, can't do it. No. Yeah. Very naughty. Yeah, very naughty. Very naughty. And it's just if you could have used a better term than shithole. Yes. Yes. He could. See, that's the reason why he canceled his trip to England. Not because he was afraid people wouldn't like him. I mean, we already know that there's not afraid. He knows people don't like him over there. It's just he's afraid that, like, all those foreign people are going to make me sound dumb when they talk with me at their, with their accents. And I don't need to sound dumb. I'm, I'm a genius. I've been told I'm a genius. And I tell everybody I'm a genius. I'm a, I'm a working genius. Stable genius, we come on. Stable genius. <laughs> Dad, I'm just waiting for like the mean to be like you get. You keep saying these things. I literally don't think it means what you think it means. <sighs> yeah, really. We we that's that's who we need. We need uh. We need, uh what's what the heck's the actor's name? He played uh. In Princess Bride. I can't remember. I. I, I 
He's also in that, Homeland. I mean, freaking chat. You, Smith. You, you like, Smith. like Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> he just comes and goes, welcome to the United States. Even though Oprah could be running for president. It's Manny Patankin. <laughs> Manny Patankin. Not only does he have the memeiness of the Princess Bride, but he was on Homeland for six seasons, so he knows what it is to be an analyst and can probably do a better job than most of the people as an analyst in there. There you go. See, whereas I think we need Malcolm Tucker as our PM. No, you don't need Malcolm Tucker. me. <laughs> Whoa. That was outside my window. I could not tell you what that was. Yeah. No, I have no idea. That was like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's a scary shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, shall we move along from what from talking about news to what we've been playing? Yes, I, I think we should. So we'll start with a guest. Danny, what have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? Well, as I said, I've just gone back to PUBG for a bit. Um, just to kind of see how it looks and stuff. Um, but also uh, just playing a lot of Tropica, which was my uh, Christmas present. How are you finding it? Um, well, I, I used to like play it on PlayStation, so now I've just kind of moved on to PC. Um, so I am still good at it because I think I'd make a great dictator. Um, <laughs> Which says a lot of things about me, really. I've got but, a job uh, opening for you in two more years. Yeah, that'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? I think I'll, I'll be prepared by then. I mean, I'll have more experience than most of the people running a country right now. True. Absolutely <laughs> true. Very <laughs> Um. So, yeah, just kind of doing my prep for becoming ruler of the world. Um, and just playing some Don't Start Together, which we did on stream. So that would be that would be the thing in the overall thing. Right, right, I want a PC here and I want a decent connection because if I don't get a decent connection, you're fired. <laughs> I want, and I want on tap one button to start don't start together. All right. I've, and then you, you accidentally press the wrong button. And then just <laughs> And then you like quoted as saying, Well that's fucked it. <laughs> But yeah, if that's all you've been playing, I shall I shall I shall go next. Um because I have been playing some PUBG as well. I've played some on the Xbox and we we got into the top ten again. It was nice. Yeah, very nice. But then I also played some uh, Fortnite again this week and we we were awful. We were fucking awful apart from one match which I saved and highlighted and posted earlier on Twitter. One match we came like it squad. We survived, all of us survived, and we won. The Ooh. first time, the first time a full squad has won a match in my lab from playing. And I fucking loved it, it was brilliant. Uh, been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts, because I'm still going on my adventures of that on a Sunday service in the morning. I thought I finished Chain of Memories. I thought, brilliant, I beat a double boss. <laughs> Next year, fine. Sora's point comes complete and it goes, by the way, Riku was here by at the same time. 
It's okay. Let's start Riku's story then. In, but to be fair, it's I kind of enjoy it a bit more than Sora's one because even though you've still got the cards, uh, it gives you the deck that, you, that it thinks you need for wow. each world you go through. Except the Neverland one. It gave me nine cards. And that's it. To try and go against a boss. That was that was that was something. It was it was involved mo- mostly me running through the level, going oh shit oh shit oh shit don't fight don't fight don't fight oh shit oh shit oh shit door. But I, I smashed through about what seven eight words in the in the past couple of streams. So it's I, I think hopefully by episode one hundred I could complete it. Woo. And then go on to three five eight over two days, and sit watch that. <laughs> um, played some more Super Mario World and struggling through that as I was before and everybody's golf where I stank up the golf course literally stank up the golf course it's like 20 over par that's not me on this that's not me on this that's just I, you I, in I, real life golfing yeah <laughs> it's like me like 76 over par you just got your money remember you're just getting your money's worth yep <laughs> Standing around eight hours on a golf course, going this fucking taking ages. Just <laughs> that's like I... Trump. Yes, yes. So, so, just waiting for someone in a murder bush to come out and try and shoot the ball. <laughs> and and Rocket League was was good as well. And that's all I've been playing. How about you, James? Football Manager twenty eighteen. It's so definitive. It, it's that. <laughs> It, it literally takes me a week to go up a league in Football Manager. But I can happily say that Corby Town is now in the Sky Bet second division of soccer. Football. football. Sorry, we call football. it football. football. I, I apologize. I actually follow football. But there's also American football playoffs tonight, the, <laughs> this weekend, along with B- EPL. So I'm literally going to be watching football in its two forms all day tomorrow. The correct one and, and the football. incorrect one. <laughs> yes, old football and American football. <laughs> I, I do... I, ironically, ironically, James is the one who likes football, and I'm the one who likes NFL. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am a Tottenham supporter, and I. Going to be watching them play Everton tomorrow, and I am going to love every minute of them. Hopefully, beating the shit out of Wayne Rooney. Because <laughs> really, who doesn't love watching Wayne Rooney just to go through that? But yes, the the mighty Corby Town has now finally uh, finally made its way into. We are a professional team. We are pro. We, we we've gone from semi pro to pro and gone up four leagues of soc- of football, four leagues. So it's almost stream time then for it. It is almost stream time. I had to sell our best player because he didn't want to be a part of the club anymore. Sold him for a million pounds. What about And then he signed a contract. He sold him to Stoke. Uh, It's like a net worth for the entire town right there. A million. Sold him for a million pounds. And I needed to do that because we also went bankrupt because... I needed to fund the stadium expansion because we're adding 5,000 more seats to uh, to Breviara Park to comply with the regulations of the Skybet League 2 
uh, because we needed to have a larger stadium to have people be in because our stadium wasn't big enough. So yeah, that's bad, right? Uh, so that's that's the good thing is is that I brought in some younger. We have some young talents. We have a great Portuguese striker now and a a solid defender of uh defense of uh we have a French center back. Uh, but luckily, we have still have our man in the middle, our captain Lewis Campbell, who is a Corby Town supporter, born and raised in Corby, and is the captain of the club, anchoring the midfield as a deep line playmaker. <laughs> It's like, I'm Corby born and bred me. It's like, even though you're probably born in Catherine General. Nope, it's Corby says he's born and raised in Corby, and he's a Corby fit, and he's a, he's a team supporter. So it's not like he likes the team because he's a player for it. He was a supporter of the team before. And so I I basically have done everything I can. I like This is like the guy who's never going to leave the club. Like I will literally cheat in the game to make sure he doesn't leave the club. Like, even when he's totally outclassed because we're playing in, like, Champions League, like, he'll be on the bench, just, like, in his 40s. Can't walk anymore because of the shin splints. Roll him out on the field, on the pitch. Why? Because it's, it's, he's got to hoist the trophy. Just roll him out on the pitch. It's an Epson Fomitex. You sure you didn't just want to make him into your mascot? He, and we are the Steelman. He's also bald at... 18. Does Just, he have a Scottish accent? I don't know. He was born in Corby. <laughs> yes, and with little Scotland. I don't know. I don't the whole talk- thing of the steel man, right? Here's a Corby Town le- history lesson. Right I'm here, right? 1936, Stuart and Lloyd's Steel Company moved, from, moved down there, think, down to Corby because they heard there's a load of iron deposits down here. They found out it was true, so they opened up the steelworks. Loads of people from like from Scotland, mostly from like Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Aberdeen, down from Scotland, and this that's quite a fucking trek driving, right? That's eight hour drive from Corby to Scotland. They that fucker in nineteen thirty six to come down for jobs for it. And so that's where the steelmen came from. And that's where, because of the influx of Scottish people with the expansion of the town, hence Little Scotland. Well, I can tell you that though the football manager is very, very good with, and very, the amount of data you can get is almost tracking. They don't let me track the genealogy of my players yet. (laughs) That being said, if the game goes on for long enough, your players may have kids that show up in the database. So you may say, is the son of this ex-footballer and this... And so you can literally have generations of footballers show up. I, I just assume he sounds like you, Will, because if, yeah. he's, if, he, if we got him when he was 15 as a youth influx in 2018, because we're in the year 2021-2022 season. So yeah. we're we're in the future. We're we're very in the future. Almost five years in the future now. Um, we um, I imagine he's then like at least maybe two, if not three, generations removed from that. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine he sounds like you. He probably has some Scottish blood in him. We also have somebody who's named Mohammed Jahar, and he was born in Corby. <laughs> so very probably. Yeah. So that that's it's. There's it's the thing. Also, uh, yeah. If anybody else wants to know, the the nickname for the guy we sold was obviously Shooty McShootingson. Uh, 
Uh, he, was our, he was our star striker. Because, <laughs> you know, we did become more multicultural over the past 15 years. That's like, I mean, I imagine but that's like Britain in general <laughs> has become very multicultural. Uh, yes, yes, but more so. Corby was named one so of that, of, of letting, you know, let, letting everybody in and just sharing, becoming more multicultural and just you know, just nice you know mm-hmm. it's a nice thing so we, we yeah it's kind of funny because the initial youth contract that lewis signed with me is a five-year contract and then it has a five-year extension club extension on top of it and so every single he's a, he's a premier league player like like he, that's his talent level and he goes every yeah. single time the transfer window pops up he goes i want to leave the club and i just look at him and go nah <laughs> you, you signed the contract you're here for 10 years <laughs> Sorry, seven years now. You're, he's like, but I want to leave. I go, sure. You're only paying can me. He, a- die? he can die. There actually have been um, football manager saves that have ended because the manager died in a car crash. So they said the game is over. Oh, wow. You died in a car crash. Or like one of your players. Like I had one of my players get shit you not. I had one of my players get a broken hand and was out for two months because of a bar fight. Well, that kind of makes sense. There's I mean, sem- he was a semi-pro, so I actually kicked him off the team. <laughs> he was on. He, well, he wasn't a contracted player. It said this person got hurt because he was out drinking late last night. We showed up late to practice with a broken hand. I was just like, "Well, we are a yeah. semi-professional team." You can leave now, and they're like, <laughs> they, they, like they said, like send him to the physio. I went, no, he can leave without any medical attention. We're not helping him. We're not spending our money on the doctor that I pay to be on staff. Granted, he's like from around the back and probably is more used to stitching up sheep than actual people. But fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> you were just like, I don't care if you get run over as soon as you leave the stadium. Exactly. And I think that's 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 what's kind of great about me and how I've been enjoying this game so much is like I've built some stories with all of these players. Like, you know, it's like this guy got a gashed head in training from jumping. I'm like, well, who the fuck? How the hell do you get a gashed head from jumping? Was he like headbutting the sky? <laughs> what were you doing, man? So I have, to, I have to I come up in my little mind like, OK, what how did he headbutt? You're like, well, he probably like, you know, went to go for the goal and like headbutted the goalpost or some shit like the crossbar. Sorry, crossbar. Let's use correct terms here, James. You have an audience of people who probably knows a bit more about the sport than you do. Then again, I I feel that I could manage an amateur football team at this point with the amount of knowledge that I have gained from this game. (laughs) Someone put it on their CV for the job. (laughs) Played football manager. Couldn't hurt. If I, t- if I told, if I looked at an amateur club and say, "Hey, listen, you don't really need to pay me, but I'll manage the club," what's the worst that could happen? You sacked <laughs> don't me. Don't ever say that. And, but you didn't. You, you sacked me, and they never paid anything. I mean, hell, there's a uh, there's a YouTuber who uh, who uh, as uh, sponsors has his YouTube channel as a sponsor of on the uh, legs of the kit. And he actually plays the team as a as a FIFA as a FIFA series on YouTube, 
and then sponsors that same team and is actually at this point become a minority owner of the team. And he got famous doing FIFA YouTube videos of that team. (laughs) Think about that for a second. Feefception. I feel like um, one thing I want to mention is we've not spoken about what is possibly the biggest news this week, which was the cyberpunk tweet. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the one where he just went beep, wasn't it? Yeah. How do we feel about the beep? Interested. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they planning? All I have to say about anything that CD Projekt Red does is that it will come out when it's in when it's good and ready to, and I will enjoy it. It will be good. Yeah, mm, cock will be in there somewhere. Because I because I believe CD Projekt Red falls into the category of the of the ten minute rant. We all remember the ten minute rant. Yeah, um, they treat single player games like a labor of love, and though they take a long time to get them done, their quality will shine through. Versus. Let's grind out the single-player experience to help them get them damn our loot boxes in the multiplayer so they can feel better. Kathy, you always went through Bill Cosby there. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to go for a southern gentleman speaking about them our loot boxes that show up on their far plains. You know, much like when somebody you would see jumping down into the Normandy. I mean, I could go Cosby, but I don't have anybody here to roofie. Oh. <laughs> it happened. It went there. Of course I did. <laughs> it's, been, it's been an hour and a half, and I haven't yet to at least insult a country. <laughs> well, and I think you insulted your own at some point. I'm an American. That's a pastime here. <laughs> If the, if I could turn on four different major news networks and have all of them shitting on this one, uh, shitting on this place, why can't I? And I pay taxes, so fuck it. Yes, but it's usually um another country, not America, that I I insult, and I've been trying to be very P P R. Yeah, don't go Cosby, don't go full Cosby. <laughs> Saw somebody go full Cosby once. He never came back from it. Oh God. <laughs> What's the, what's the country you generally insult? Oh, God. Which ones haven't I insulted? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I once, let's see, I, France is a good, is usually one. I usually go after England in some sense, mainly around France, rail. England, Russia, you, you went after. I mean, there's a lot of things maybe. you go after in England, so yeah. Ir- that's a lot. Ireland, yeah. North and yeah. South. Mm-hmm. Both Scotland, eh, yeah, but, you know, it, basically <laughs> anything anything that I have a bit of, of ethnicity in, Japan. I make fun of. Australia, I, I did make fun of Japan and Australia. Um, yeah, that was that was during the the the, the whole cricket miss uh, North Korea, obviously North Korea. I made fun of. Obviously, yeah, that that's I mean, at so, Strotska as well. You haven't done, you haven't insulted them yet. <laughs> what Strotska? And Strotska. I made fun of the Isle of Man. <laughs> I remember the Isle yeah, of Man. Yeah, but everyone makes fun of that. So. It's, it's freaking flag is three legs. What the fuck? 
Because I did actually forget. I did play um, Papers, Please this week. Ah, uh, glory to Diglippies. I mean, we, we mean, well, yeah. Well, also, t that's right. Russia, we have an entire memed opening. We went full Russian on it, didn't we? We literally went full Russian, make, making fun of the FCC's decision to ban all good internet here. Unless, of course, they pay for it for their mates. True. Is there such a thing as good internet? Well. <laughs> I mean, dude. Wholesome memes is pretty good on Reddit. I mean, okay. they're wholesome memes. Was that kit kitten stuff? And you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah no, the, the, I, I, I subscribe to R.I. Bleach, which is literally just cute pictures and people being, things being cute. Yeah, I quite enjoy Etsy cross stitch patterns. I don't know what I'd do without them. Uh, uh, Michael, to, 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 uh, to quote, um, I don't need to make fun of them. When they themselves are a laughing travesty, um, they're, they're, I mean, I, I at least aspire to some form of comedy to at least make you think. When the shit is a train wreck and is just teed up for you, it's sometimes just too easy. Yeah, he, he, you just don't want to go too easy on that shit. Yeah, I, I, I aspire to at least like make it look like I worked for the joke, and most of it's improv anyways. I, I don't come up with this stuff. It just kind of comes out randomly past the filter which usually doesn't exist by after spending a week grinding away for 40 hours at my job it just kind of disappears and i just say random shit to you people i also haven't insulted you guys by doing any bad uh uk accents lately i'm going to say uk because i tend to wander around <laughs> yeah during when you do actually do the accent <laughs> Yeah, usually when I do the accent, it's kind of like here. I would have what is widely considered a New England accent. But then I could go up to Boston, hit a hard in the yard at half a yard, or go down to New York, man, and go tell you fuck off in the Bronx. Or go down and be a Southern gentleman and speak very quietly about how things are going down with the Baptists. And then go reel it down south down there, down, down you know, Louisiana, and going down and speaking down in a long draw, and going out, and then widen myself out to Texas and having a kind of a long speaking Texas accent where we could sit there and look at the Las Vestas up there and then go over there wherever else we want. See, I can meander down. That just is going down the East Coast and out West. Looking at the globe here for a second. And to me, it just sounded like, oh, the same American. It's, it's just it's like, oh, he's just an American. It's like, it's like what accent are you doing? Because it just sounds like just... Exactly, but the second the second I start going a little bit like this, it can go anywhere. Who the fuck knows where I can go with this? And really, this is kind of like the genetic accent that kind of really isn't anything. It's just he's like he's try he's an American trying to sound English. Like he's. I think what what should happen here is one time we should just stream heads up. Um. And just play it on the accents tab, like just the accents part of the like the deck of the game, mm. um, and that's why that that's how we will all learn how to do accents because I can't do accents at all. I feel uh, that I feel that I well once again you have a wonderful accent. I I would say don't give it up for the world. Uh, <laughs> I on the other hand I, I feel that I am like the neutral. Like when anybody thinks of an American, they think of how I talk. 
Maybe if I spoke a little bit more like a cowboy, but this is it. Has has been known, Danny, Danny has been known on the Dem Video Dames Discord as the adorable Romanian dictator. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I have a reputation to uphold. Yes. I, I believe that if I was to say if I had a strongest accent, my, it would be Russian. I, I, as with most Americans, we, we, we were very good with doing things with the Russians. That's that's kind of my wheelhouse. You know, you go, oh, hel hello, friend. I'm here to speak to you about the great and glorious Tiglipis. It is wonderful country here. You will enjoy. Now, please come and sit and listen to us talk about video games and other random stuff. It is very good. What is that you want? For? It is great. Here, you have drink. It'll make life funnier. James becomes better when you drink to him. Otherwise, he's just kind of dick. <laughs> um. So, right, instead of trying to insult countries, shall we give shout outs before we go? Because it's almost done. Shout out so. to every country I've insulted today by doing an accent. <laughs> shout out to Kim, the, the patron saint of Tig Whippy, uh, everybody in chat. And also, of course, Daniela for joining us at a very late notice. <laughs> it's, like, right. it's like fun. when we do our streams um, on the loading on the loading um, channel, we just go, we're just going to play some games and we wouldn't make up our minds until half an hour before. So this just felt like a, like a, like a reminisce type thing where we're just like, let's just do a podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's appreciate you coming on. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for having me. Who would you like to shout out? Oh, I don't know. I don't like anyone. This is where you get to plug your thing. Not one person. Not even myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but now, um, for sure, if you want to see me and Lucy do some cross-stitch this Sunday, follow us at twitch.tv slash themvideodames. Which is in the chat now, so you can go follow them and help them get to 50, because then affiliation awaits. Mm -hmm. And then so you can you... start giving them bits. Yeah, chucking bitties all over them. Sure, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> what? <laughs> and subs as well. Sure, yeah, subs and and biddies. Because it's all good. James, you got any shoutouts, maybe? Sure, I have a few shoutouts. Uh, thank you, chat, for joining us. Uh, it's been having. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, we're going to be here next week. And then we are all taking a week off. Yes, we are. We're having a nice little recharge of the batteries. Getting away for it for yeah, a while. Will's going to be away from it for a little bit. I'm going to be in holiday in warm and sunny Florida. Um, crocodiles. Yeah. No, alligators. Sorry. Uh, alligators, yeah. Well, probably crocodiles, too. We're actually going to go to a zoo, and there's going to be ocelots, and there's various <gasps> different primates. Yeah. Ocelots. Yes. I love ocelots. I know. I love I every food line. I, I I have I have been told. <laughs> you were told. What are you told? <laughs> you were told. I had to I had to like 
There's this weird thing that just came up. It was just like I couldn't get caught cross stitch. Like Twitch just yelled at me for a second. I was like, "Do you want to allow this comment?" I'm like, <laughs> Wait. "Yeah, that's what we do on our cross stitch stream sometimes." <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta cock cross stitch. Why not? Cock stitch. Cock stitch. Cock stitch. Cross stitch your cocks. See. You know, you don't, no, no, no. That's that's very bad. This is that's that kind of thing leads to people leaving their pants in restrooms at bars. All right. <laughs> and I will totally keep bringing that back until people in the chat actually get the joke. Watch episode fifty. You'll understand. And talking about um, Fifty Shades of Grey, the board game. By the way, one of our top ten, one of our top five highlights from. Uh, clips from Twitch. Yep. Wasn't it yourself who, Danny, who was part of the PR for the Fifty Shades board game? We don't talk about that. <laughs> Says a yes. <laughs> we do not discuss it. There was, no NDA, there was an NDA for that, I'm assuming? <laughs> no, no NDA, unfortunately. I wish there was. <laughs> Guys, I can't talk about this legally. Legally? Or, no, just... We can, we can. I just, it's a, you know, it's a dark time. It's a dark time. Because <laughs> it was grey. Yeah, it was a grey area in your days, life. If you think about it. Listen, much, much as like the main female character in Fifty Shades of Grey, sometimes you just need the money. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and so um, you just gotta take a beating, emotionally... Physically, just draining to just get through your what you're going through, just so you can, you know, survive. Thing is, I don't think I have ever like discovered a game, not even when I was working in board games PR, a board game that is a good. I think they call them just like good, sexy like board game. I don't think there is such a thing. And they tried really hard with that one, and it was just so bad. Who were, were the designers male? I th I can't remember now, to be honest. It yeah, was, that's that's where it fails. Asking a guy to do anything remotely sexy just doesn't work. No, <laughs> no, not in any way, shape, or form. It, it sounds more like a, an apprentice pitch. So, so what's what's the board game bit we're gonna do then? So we can sell lots and we don't get fired by the little sugar. Well, I think we should do a board game that's sexy. So, how? Do you know that if you go on Board Game Geek, which is basically like your database of all board games, you don't even have the designer's name up. <laughs> but the man is probably like the man, the woman, the person was so embarrassed to have the name onto this that they just were like, no, just pay me the money, take the thing. Well, it, well, Fifty Shades is fanfic of, of um, Twilight. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, sink, let's let that just sink into people here who don't realise that. Yeah, they looked at that, you know what? No one was missing from Twilight? BDSM could have used a lot more just like just not 
Fiat doesn't need emotional scarring anymore. It just needs more physical beating of people. And even Stop people who- give masks. <laughs> and the worst part was they didn't even do it right. Fucking, you know, what, what the hell is the name of the movie? Freaking Quentin Carantino did it better with the gimp. In his movies, he did BDSM better. Michael, here's a, here's a fun fact for you talking about, because he, he's mentioning there was an Apprentice episode where they created a love, card, a love card game. They tried these in a, um, you know, sort of like a, a, a what do you call it? It's group session. Over here. To see where it was. And the actual session they tried it with? At Loading Bar in Dalston. And Lucy was part of it. Yeah, they do. They did. The, they did film like part of the Apprentice there, didn't they? Yep. I remember that. I thought it was the UK Apprentice because they said like the love card game. Like mm, that's too highbrow for the American Apprentice. <laughs> What's a card game? Why do I care? What's love? What's a card game? Can I just fire D. Snyder now? He's a great person. I love him, but you fire. <laughs> of Trump is really good. People in my house like to watch Fox News. Oh god. Oh god. I, I, I have learned through osmosis, but like anything, we uh we learned to make fun of the presidents here, obviously. Because like I said, it's a wonderful thing to be able to do this show for you. And I, I may or may not have a young intern down here with me, but I can say if I did. It would be great. It's <laughs> funny because um, I literally met one of my friends who recently moved to San Francisco, um, and that's I not just really America, him, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I know. So I just I asked I kind of asked him I was like how how is it having Trump as your president, and his immediate response was so how is Brexit going? Um, to which point I was like touche touche. I have no further questions. No questions. That was it. Yeah. I, I like that. Like, was it yesterday that uh, Nigel Farage went? Yeah, I think we should have a second referendum on it. Oh my god, did he really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's telling you something, Kim. It's telling you something. <laughs> it's like, no, just no. It's going to be huge. Brexit is going great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the best Brexit. We're going to get away. We're going to have some great Brexit. There's going to be eggs and bacon. The best bacon. Home-sourced bacon. Not from anywhere else. Because I love a good Brexit. Who doesn't love a good Brexit? With, I was with in Scotland. They were going wild for Brexit. They're, they're great. Brexit's great. Sometimes they're waffles. So I think the bell hands made them. The bell hands. Right? They're Belheim waffles. They usually come with syrup and sometimes fruit. But I don't like the fruit. I think you're saying too many words. He literally cannot say a full sentence. That's right. Sorry. I, I, I have to... I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stable genius. I need to <laughs> use words. Genius. Oh god, this is the perfect song for this. I'm going to just keep going with this. Um, I'm going to have to turn this up a little bit too while I do this. Go on. Alright. You know, stable, the stable genius that I am, being able to understand 
the eco eco numical policies that involved in Brexit is very hard. I understand this. I, I, I can, I've worked in business my entire life. I've, I've helped mergers and unmergers. All right. So, if mergers are there, and they just two things come together, so when you're, you're Brexiting, you just got it. You got it. You got to eat your breakfast with your potatoes and your pancakes, like the good French froggies do in Brexit, right?